2: Let's go places.
4: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma for USC. He makes it sound like it came, the the opportunity came up this weekend and he took it rather quickly. Obviously, it's always hard to to believe these guys, but Lincoln Riley moving to the West Coast and a lot of people excited, particularly there's some people who think he's going to take some recruits with him. A lot of people excited for the future
5: of West Coast football. Okay, so what numbers are the most or I guess the most uh, reported with the most certainty so far, cash wise? I haven't seen. I've seen two completely
4: differing reports, so I don't know what the real numbers are for for uh, for him yet. And USC being a private school, it's not necessarily certain that it's going to come out.
5: So, what are the what's the two sets?
4: Uh, I, I don't have them in front of me. I, I, I saw them today, and then when I couldn't find an accurate number, I just moved on. Robert okay, Hefner so of, of Oklahoma ahead. Insider said $110 million, and that doesn't include USC buying both his
5: houses at 500000 each <laughs> over value and buying him a $6 million home in LA. All right. And how many years is the contract? Hasn't been reported that I've okay. seen. Okay. So, I mean, it can't be more than 10. It's probably less. It's probably, uh, you know, let's assume. I mean, I, I guess the thing that strikes me financially is there's been a quantum leap here from even a couple years ago. Um, college football, NFL, I mean, it wasn't that long ago the six, seven million a year was the top end for coaches. And, and maybe with a handful of exceptions, even that. And I mean, AJ, you follow the colleges really closely. I mean, even five years ago, wasn't that the case in college?
4: Yes, and it, that's why, you know, the other day, I guess it was like last week when Mel Tucker got his extension from Michigan State, making him the second highest paid coach in, in the country, it just kind of set me aback a little bit. Like, really? this That guy? Is the next high? I mean, it's just the, the numbers are skyrocketing basically all
5: all around the country. And I think it was an inefficient market. It was wrong that these coaches were not getting – A lot, or this, or let's say in this range before. Now, we can all say uh, a coach makes for one game more than a school teacher does in 10 years, and we can lament that, but it really is economics. Is if we wanted to pay school teachers more, we would. And as a society, which you know, as the um, you know, obviously. Uh, a politician can run and say, well, it's a governor, it's going to be about raises for the teachers, and maybe they'd win. But it hasn't happened. And th- what generates revenue directly is sports like college football, you know, revenue generating, and college basketball. And it's, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars and, you know, into the billions and then who has the biggest effect? You know, there's been studies. How much has Nick Saban benefited University of Alabama? And it's been astronomical. Think about it. Think about just if you just hear a passing roll tide. Is it, Would that be the case if it wasn't for him? No. no. So to me, as much as we can say, oh, society's mixed up. But you know who's mixed up is the consumers who are generating revenue that is getting split up with the coach, I'm happy the coaches are finally getting it. I'm happy the players are getting some sh- a share, maybe not their full share in college, but or certainly not, I don't think, but they're getting some and that's a good step in the right direction. But if everyone watched college football and went to the games as little as they do the darts championships or the Bocce championships, I don't you know, I'm pretty good at Bocce. But I don't think that there's any professionals out there or many, and thus they're not getting paid a lot of money or any money. Why? Because there's no revenue. So we're, we as a society are deciding on who gets paid what effectively by what we support. AJ, when you look at these numbers, does it, take, does it cause you to think that's wrong or is it economics to you?
4: No, I mean I think that you're you're starting to see a shift where you've got to keep these these coaches away from the pro ranks and if you want to pay if you want to keep them, you've got to you've got to pay them accordingly. And USC in particular has gotten by for a long time, really since Pete Carroll on discount coaches. They haven't paid a coach more than five million dollars since you know how,
5: how, how they've been doing.
4: Not very well. And I think that's why they decided, you know what, maybe it's better to open up the purse strings and get back to paying a guy a premium salary who can do a premium job.
5: All right, that's A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas. Okay, here's the big question. Colin right here on FSR is giddy, I think it's fair to say. (laughs) And my question is to you, A.J., as an expert in college football, is this a good thing for college football? And when I say this, I mean – a coach from Oklahoma, one of the top 10 programs who historically that coach would have been there until he retired. I mean think about this now name me a coach that left Oklahoma by his own volition and then to, to coach somewhere else. Bob Stoops retired obviously you know Switzer went to the NFL so let's accept the NFL. To be what it is, that is a step up in almost all cases. Maybe Jacksonville, no, but in almost all cases. <laughs> and it just seems to me the idea of a Notre Dame coach leaving for another job has that ever happened?
4: It's never happened. Well, not, not since Newt Rockney. Pardon me. where did he so go? So it's been it's been a long, long time. Where did he coach at? Uh, Brad, where did Newt Rockney go to? You were the one who gave me that nugget. I'll grab that in one okay. second. Okay. Yeah. yeah. New, every, apparently, there's. I mean, guys have left for the NFL before, but never yeah, have yeah. left I'm, on their I own just, volition listen, and I, and gone to college. I'm
5: kind of concerned about the Newt Rockney thing because it doesn't fit with my. You know, I, I didn't see that in the movie, but okay, okay. <laughs> but what we're saying here is that the idea of a Notre Dame having their coach leave, say thank you, but I got a better gig in college, that's a change to have a coach leave Oklahoma and say, I got a better gig in college. That's a change. Is this good or bad?
4: I think it's good. I think it's good in particular because – USC is going. I I think USC could be put back on the map. And I think the more of those big power programs that are relevant, the better. And I I think Oklahoma's done a really good job. I mean, they found Lincoln Riley off the stoops. Stoops quit, and the next day they were like, Lincoln Riley's the guy. They were ready for it. And I don't think anybody saw Stoops walking away.
5: Hold on a second. They didn't find Lincoln Riley. He, I mean, he was there. He was a prodigy in a way. Uh, He actually started with Leach at Texas Tech. As a coach, at like I like got 23 or 24, and yeah, no doubt he, he got into this, you know, stoop system, and he was a great next person. But how often does that happen? And maybe it's happening a little bit more because day at a high state, you would put in that category, yep. you know, like in waiting. But I'm not sure there was someone in waiting for the 30-something coach.
4: Probably not. I I do, I do think that Oklahoma somehow was caught off guard by this when Lincoln Riley's name. Well, as we soon all as, were caught off guard,
5: right? I, I mean, don't, was, I don't, I, wasn't was it wasn't the theory that maybe one day uh, Jerry Jones would put up enough money to ply you know away from Oklahoma to go coach the Cowboys? The day they announced that
4: Ed Orgeron was leaving LSU. Lincoln Riley's name started just lighting on fire. Like everybody was like, well, oh, yeah, it's, it's.
5: he's going to be, he, he was going to be named in every job that was an elite job, but the odds of him going were certainly, I, I, I don't think there were even odds on it. You know, specifically would Lincoln Riley leave? I mean, there were odds if he could go to LSU or whatever, but I, I think they would have been far less than 70 or 25% that he was going anywhere this year. Um, this was a shocker in my opinion, um, and I, I mean, have you? I mean, boy, the USC over—I guess in theory over LSU—is the first question. Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, reported. He said that he has it from reliable sources that they pretty much had a deal. And when I say pretty much, it wasn't signed, obviously, but they had an agreement. Might be the way to say it. LSU and Lincoln Riley. And then that weekend, to the point that they were, and this is again Mike Lombardi, that they had literally ordered the food for the event of the announcement <laughs> and all that. And cold feet was what Lombardi said. The fact that, it, you know, assuming that reporting true, and I've always found him to be reliable, is the idea that he was up for or considering two jobs, and he took one and almost took the other, It makes you wonder about Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley's concern about the SEC. I mean, the thing we got to keep in mind is Texas, Oklahoma going into the SEC here in, you know, the near future. It feels like he wanted to find his own little ACC in which it'd be, you know, Dabo style. It'd be easy to get into the playoffs. This feels kind of weak in a way.
4: I think you could make that argument because there are a lot of people who were saying he was scared of the SEC, whether by leaving Oklahoma or not choosing LSU, and you can make a good argument for it. But if getting to the playoffs is where your bonuses are going to be met, it's I a mean, lot we, easier With to...
5: 110000000 million, we're worried about the bonuses?
4: Well, I mean, I, I doubt those bonuses are anything to sneeze at if they're painful. Well, but...
5: I, I, I'm, I'm sure they can't possibly move the needle. I mean, if that's what he's deciding his career over at this point – Obviously the money's important, but at a certain point it can't be that. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6
2: p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Welding instructor Alex Declaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's
3: going to be a shortage of welders.
0: VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
3: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids And we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199.
3: Go to TrustAndWill.com slash CRShow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting TrustAndWill.com slash CR Show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR Show.
2: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari.
3: We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that.
2: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your
3: podcasts. Hey, (laughs)
1: Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures with the available iForce max hybrid powertrain you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
4: All right, RJ, let's take a look at the odds for the next head coach at Oklahoma. And the favorite is Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables at plus 250.
5: Mm, Now Venables, if I recall, and I actually uh as I've said it once or twice, uh, my best friend is real close with the Stoopses and you know I was actually at Mark Stoops wedding and you know I know him pretty well and I uh, if I recall Venables was at Oklahoma for a long time right He was okay I I don't know about that so um, what do you think what? So who's the say? Uh, is Bob Stoops on the list?
4: Bob Stoops is on the list. The the second favorite is a tie between Lane Kiffin and Mark Stoops. Though this these odds may have been posted before Mark Stoops agreed to an extension today. Yeah,
5: but the extension doesn't mean, if anything, that's him leveraging. It I could mean, be. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have a fallback position at Kentucky with a with another raise, and then he, he's gonna have a buyout, whatever that is. And I'm uh, guessing he negotiated. He might have brought down the buyout for all we know.
4: They're both at five to one. Matt Campbell, the Iowa State coach, is six to one. Luke Fickle, the Cincinnati coach, is seven to one. Jay Norvell, the coach at Nevada, is eight to one. Bob Stoops, nine to one, and Tennessee head coach Josh Heupel at ten to one.
5: All right, let's put in a best bet, Bob Stoops, because. Oh really?
4: The... Say it again. Yeah, I say. Now oh, I'm just. I'm taking this seriously because you know the family.
5: Well, no, this is not inside info. But what I. Well, kind. Of, I mean, I guess is. But it seems obvious. Bob has been itching, and I mean, what was it a year ago that he was considering, like the AAU or that crazy. Was it the XFL or the other one? The XFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Right, how itching is he? <laughs> right. Do, and. Do you th- Do you think think he
4: left on his own accord from Oklahoma?
5: Yes, yes. But it was something where my understanding is, I'll say, allegedly, is that the 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 power base was weakening a little bit, and it was like he could have stayed. You know how? I mean, it doesn't happen as much these days. But you know, Woody Hayes held on until he punched the guy. You know, guys tend to hang on these. You know, if they're legends, right? And. Uh, you know, he didn't, but I think it would have been a weakening. You know, I I, I lived through Chuck Noll in the 80s and with the Steelers. And let me tell you something, they weren't going to fire him, but he wasn't up to snuff at that point. At least it seemed to me. Um, and the record says so. So my sense was that, that there was thought, you know, the whole big game Bob thing became kind of ironic, right? Because he wasn't winning a lot of big games. Right. And it seemed like the whole country, had, I mean, let's just say this Bob Stoops' reputation was outstanding in t- 2010, let's say. And it was a pretty dropped off when he left. And I think it's back now. I think that absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I mean, you follow college football better than, or more closely than me. Wouldn't you say that the kind of the. Um, Uh, college football had soured on Bob Stoops uh, as a top, top coach. I agree with that. And it feels like now there's no talk of that. It's like, could they get Stoops? You know, that's the – you know, Bob. Um, I – I think there's a heck of a chance because remember now Oklahoma is going to make a bowl game. So are they talking about next the beginning of next year? How's that? Who will be the work?
4: next full-time Oklahoma head coach? Is what they're talking.
5: Full-time. Okay. I see. I would not be surprised if they say let's bridge this thing, right? Two or three years with him, get him to the SEC. He. I mean, think about it. if he had a short time to do it, where they knew there was almost like, hey, we're going to do it in 2022, three and four. We'll play our first season. And do we know exactly when they're going to the SEC?
4: We don't. They said five years, but no one seems to think it's going to take a full five years.
5: No, it doesn't seem. If anything, this might expedite it because the Big 12 just got weakened too. Sure. You know, it will be even more when Oklahoma leaves. But and then you look at Texas in turmoil. I mean, who? who I mean, right now, who's the best? Who's the uh, even with the existing Big 12 members? You know, forgetting that Oklahoma and Texas are leaving. I mean, who's the, the shining star right now?
4: Oklahoma State or Baylor.
5: Yeah, I mean, they're the best team. But what I'm saying is, who's that you're going to build a league around?
4: Yeah, and I don't think you're going to build a Power Five league around any of these programs. I, Mike Gundy's been there a long time. He's got a, a name brand. But if that's the best program that your conference has, you're not, you're not all that viable as a power program or as a power conference.
5: How many NFL fans, so people who are watching the NFL at one thirty Eastern – this Sunday, so normal, casual, you know, watching the game, but they're not fanatics. How many people know who the head coach of Oklahoma State is? Is it half? Oof. I don't think so.
4: Yeah, it might not be
5: half. Can't build a program around or a, a conference around that. I don't think. No. I'm RJ. Bell. we are straight out of Vegas. Okay, so do you? Do, I think that bridge idea makes some sense. I, I I'm not saying it's a sure thing, but at nine to one. Bob Stoops is a bat. Be sure to catch live editions
2: of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike
4: carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex
3: Let's go places. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots.
2: Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your
3: stay with code CRSHOW. C R S H O W. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
4: Notre Dame next time next full-time head coach, the favorite At minus 200, Marcus Freeman, the current defensive coordinator at Notre Dame, uh, 35 years old. I don't think they're going to let – I don't think Notre Dame's the kind of job where they say this is a great place for it to be your first head coaching job. So I I don't think there. it it looks like a prohibitive favorite. I don't believe in this.
5: So who's next?
4: Luke Fickle, plus 175, the Cincinnati coach. And the big question about him getting a bigger job was, could he really leave the footprint that he's worked his entire career in, in the Midwest, and take that show on the road and have the same success? Now that's not going to be a question. I think he makes a lot of sense for this job.
5: Okay, so when you say take that show on the road. It was, you mean Fickle taking a job before the Notre Dame job came open and it was yes. like maybe LSU, maybe whatever. Right,
4: right. Would Fickle? Would Fickle's recruiting, would his, would his style of play, would that work on the West Coast or on the South Coast? And there were a lot of people who had doubts because he spent his entire coaching career in the state of Ohio and didn't really have much of a footprint outside of it as Cincinnati's not really a nationally recruiting program. Uh, but this, a guy who's a Midwest guy in Notre Dame, I think, makes a
5: lot of sense. Okay. I am going to guess. Now, Fickle has a great reputation. He came in after, uh, let's just call it the the unpleasant affairs that were going on uh, <laughs> 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 a while back. I don't like to talk about it too much. But, uh, you know, let's just say Trestle got fooled, a very honest guy, and he came in actually, if I recall, it was either six and seven season or seven and six. Now, that was Colin today. A little correction here on FSR. He says, even Ohio State's down. No, 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 no. They haven't been. I mean, <laughs> look at the record from Earl Bruce, you know, from his last game and find me the down year. The fickle year, you can make the case at 500 one year, but they went undefeated the next year. Right. So Urban Myers' first year. So if you, if you kind of go on, if you go 500 and undefeated, they, they had a, uh, they were out of the bowls, right? So they couldn't make any bowl game. You remember that year, don't you, yeah. AJ?
4: Yeah. And if that's the worst thing that's happened to you in the last 25 years, you're yeah, probably going to be the undefeated right. year
5: in one of the two. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and not 25 years. Earl Bruce goes back to 88. So, okay. uh, you know, figure it out. I mean, it'd be uh, 33. 35 years, yeah. 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 So, yeah, high state's not down, never will be. But I can see the other programs have been, though maybe I'm being a little extra sensitive right now because there was an unfortunate (laughs) event this weekend. Fox
2: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Visit BuyAToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call one 800 gambler twenty 7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services.
3: CNN underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better
5: sleep.
0: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.